everyone. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. How's everyone doing? Fantastic. I'll tell you how exactly how I am. I'm doing great. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Bruno, how about you? Uh, lighter in the pockets, but bigger in the belly after yesterday. So. Drew, how are you doing? Awesome. Awesome. All right, RK, we already heard from you. Um, let's get going. Ryan asked for an efficient show today, so I got to tell you guys about WGT Golf. We will be hosting the Candid Yam Classic. No, Is what? That- uh, what are you? Unbelievable. Are you- candid Yams? <laughs> I don't Can- know. Candied. What is it? Candied. They, they're, candied. They're made like candy. A candied yam would be. I have if we never had a yam before. <laughs> would so that be I'm like sorry, if we took I a, don't know. That'd be like if we took a picture of a yam enjoying time with his friends that he wasn't expecting. The candied yams is, the gir- is what the girls post as thirst traps on Instagram. <laughs> that is a candied yam. <laughs> Damn, that girl's got some candied yams, yo. I hate all of you. Arguably better than candied yams. <laughs> it's a Thanksgiving theme tournament on WGT Golf. I've never had a yam before. Sorry, I don't know what it is or what it even looks like. Have you had candy before? Yeah, but I didn't know yam could be candy. Have you, ever had, a, have you ever had a candied apple? Anyways, <laughs> this is already off the rails instead of efficient like Ryan asked, and it's mostly Ryan's fault. <laughs> All you have to do to play in this Thanksgiving-themed tournament is join the DNVR for a country club if you haven't played already. Um, and then you enter closest to the whole challenge. You submit your screenshot on our pinned Twitter thread, or you can email info at thedmvr.com. And once you've entered, we will choose a random winner. That's right. It's random. You do not have to win the tournament. You just have to play. Um, and each week, a winner will get to pick out a DMVR shirt of their choice, a mask, and we'll ship it to you. Uh, we host a new course every week leading up to Christmas, and winners are picked every Monday. Uh, you've got nothing to lose, so don't forget to join DNVR for Country Club and download WGT today and then play in our Thanksgiving tournament because I'm not going to say it again because all of you are just sitting there waiting to laugh. <laughs> I think I Ryan's never. actually. I think Ryan's actually frozen, just smirking. Yep, yeah. he is gone. <laughs> Ryan and Ryan and I achieved smug overload. That was too much for us to handle. <laughs> Enter your screenshot on DNVR underscore sports or info at the DNVR.com and you're in. Good luck. I'm not. I don't know if I want to let Ryan back. in. I was going to say he's back, but are you going to let him in? Is the question. <laughs> you still got that. <laughs> there it is. That, well, for some it. reason, when I disconnected, uh, I disconnected from everyone except for Eric. Yeah. So everyone else was just like little circles, but I could just see Eric laughing, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah you and I, I would say this because you and I are connected. We are. We, we are. have a deep connection, and it's through our smug interpretations of. Uh, are you guys having a candid yam right now? <laughs> We're just yamming it up candidly. <laughs> this is what our came meant by efficient, right? Yeah. <laughs> Two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dumped two hands to Kola Jokic. Saved me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it for long. Two on home run. Trevor Story. Lock. End zone. Touchdown. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, there you go, Drew. Oh, Drew is double fisting right now. 
a strawberry sky and hot peak. That's an RK special. Oh. Doing the RK special live for the people once again as I first experienced it. Yes. Here we go. Oh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Almost got that all over myself. <laughs> Look at that. Another satisfied customer. Look at him. Oh, beautiful. Like an RK special. Beautiful thing. Eric, what, which one are you drinking? Strawberry Sky. Strawberry Sky. Yum. I just had leftovers, Thanksgiving leftovers. I'm a little full. I'm a little full for a beer right now. But if I were to drink any beer, it would be the Strawberry Sky or the Palisade Wheat. Um, mm. Those two are so, so good. Ooh. Bronco tis. That is a very good idea. I need to do a Breck Brew draft. Oh, I call it Nuggets, Avs, Rockies. No. That's a no. TDSP topic. Yeah, yeah, we gotta, yeah, we gotta do that on this show. <laughs> and then after all of that, we should do a draft of drafts. Yeah, to what see was which the top draft, draft was the best? I think I, I think I know what the number one pick is gonna be. New states. That was a good draft. <laughs> animals. I didn't dude. like that one. But <laughs> animals. Are you kidding me? All right. It of course is the Friday of course you'd after. Of terrible at drafting your own drafts. <laughs> <laughs> It is the Friday after Thanksgiving, and so we're going to talk about thankfulness. And we, the main topic for today is what part of sports are you most thankful for? So, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Hopefully you don't go too off the rails with this one, but we'll, we'll throw the baton to you. What, are, what part of sports are you most thankful for? First and foremost, I'm thankful for the candid yams. Um, <laughs> can't live without them. Um, but... <laughs> but uh, honestly, the thing in sports that I'm most uh, thankful for is Folsom Field. Um, it is the perfect venue for sports. Uh, I believe that wholeheartedly. And uh, to be more serious about it, like I truly feel like I grew up at Folsom Field. Like I can trace back just like all like most of my memories in life are tied to some sort of experience at Folsom Field. Uh, everything from, you know, Learning about betting on sports, uh, all the way to <laughs> most of uh, yes, yeah, most of Ali and I's early relationship is traced back to games at Folsom Field. So uh, I really feel like it's like a constant motif throughout my entire life, and uh, I honestly think I'm probably going to cry the next time I actually get to go in there because of how hard it's been to have it taken away for a fall. So I, I always I feel like I've never taken a moment at Folsom Field for granted, but I appreciate it on an extra uh, special level this year. So I miss it and I can't wait to get back. Ryan, how, for the listeners who don't know, how many straight games have you been at Folsom Field? Well, besides the ones that don't count this year, uh, it's like 120, right in the 120 range. Since (laughs) third grade, Ryan has not missed a home game at Folsom Field. You can say yep. they only play like seven a year or whatever it is you football people do. So, <laughs> yeah, so lot. since third grade, pretty crazy. Um, I asked him, like, what are you going to do if someone gets married on a Saturday and there's a game? Ryan said, if they're getting married on a Saturday where they're playing at Folsom, clearly they're not my friends and I am not going. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Anyone who is important enough to me that I need to be at their wedding would know not to schedule. Uh, a game during uh, a home game at Folsom Field or just during a, f- a Buffs game, period. I don't even care if it's home or away. <laughs> oh, there you go. Actually, Rudo, Ryan watched a full three-hour gay abs game during a wedding. <laughs> oh, that's the way to do it, all right? You put your phone up like you're taking pictures. No, nah, there's a game on that phone for sure. <laughs> Every single time. It was actually in a church, and uh, I said it kind of where, well, you know that little like place where yeah. the Bibles go? Yeah, perfect. It, <laughs> exactly. perfectly propped up my phone so I could watch an entire Avs playoff game during a wedding. To, to Ryan's defense, it was a three-hour ceremony in a Catholic church, so oh. that's a lot. And I was in the back row, so no one could be behind me, so they couldn't see what I was doing. (laughs) I feel like uh, man's a man with a plan. I feel like God was able to see what you were doing. Well, (laughs) uh, yeah, he must have taken out on me by making the abs lose that day. I was gonna say, I was was just gonna. That's the karma. Um, Eric, what part of sports are you most thankful for? Uh, I am most thankful. For, I mean, much in the same vein as what Ryan was just saying. Like, I'm thankful for the 
like the connections you make with sports, like where you're able to come together with a huge number of people and you're, be, you're able to become part of a singular organism where you're willing on the, the action in front of you and you can like just slap fives with people you've never met before. <clears throat> um, and you can find common ground with people that otherwise you would have absolutely nothing to relate to on. And that's like the most beautiful thing about sports is that it appeals to almost all of our human brains in different spots. And so regardless of like why you're there, like you can ultimately find the equilibrium between you and a stranger just by, you can just be like, yeah, and then that's all it takes. And you slap a five and you made a friend for life. And that literally happens nowhere else in society. There's no other place that you can go up and scream in a stranger's face and not only get a positive response, but (laughs) become friends shortly thereafter. So like that for me is the, I mean, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in my head, unfortunately, and you guys, because you gave me access to the Slack channel, also (laughs) spend time in my head. (laughs) So um, for me, it's like I love turning my brain off and just like going like full Cro-Magnon every time that I watch some sort of like sporting event and just like, you know, like yelling loudly what I want to happen and then yelling even louder if the thing I don't want to have happen happens. And um, like, what could be better? Sports, baby. I totally yeah. agree. Someone tweeted, I don't remember who, but like a few months ago, like, I don't understand the purpose of sports. Like, who cares that they're gone? Um, I think it was when the pandemic started. And sports is just like a way, it's just a community. And I, I remember responding back to that person being like, come on, some of my closest friends, you guys, like, so many, I've met so many people through sports and had so many incredible experiences yeah. that it's so hard for anyone to not be thankful for that even if it maybe it's not your favorite team like watching world series games watching the super bowl like you have so many memories that revolve around sports and then i think one of my favorite parts is even what we do at dnvr there with our watch party there's there's so many people who come to the bar by themselves just wanting to watch the game and then become best friends um with people and then plan out every game that they're going to go to go watch together and that's something that you don't really find, especially nowadays, and I mean, then you see all your friends that you make over social media talking about sports, and it's just one of a kind. It's so true. Like, somebody at one point in time, like, put it to me in a way that, like, stuck with me for the rest of my life, and they were like, if I was to tell you that sports were the most important or the least important thing on Earth, both of those arguments are absolutely correct <laughs> and it's because like it just it's if you want to if you want for them to mean something they absolutely do and if you but if you want to look at them like critically like i mean there's nothing worse than the guy that's like oh your millionaires are better than my millionaires are putting the ball in the, 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 the. And you're like you don't get it man like, <laughs> sports, sports are the truth like the thing about sports is that like what happens is undeniably the truth like the ball either went in or it didn't go in and you can't you spend all off season talking about like the theory of sports and the philosophy of sports but like at a certain point in time like if the ball doesn't go through the hole like it was wrong your theory was wrong <laughs> so it's like it's like philosophy with a right answer at the end of the at the end of the day i also think it's one of the only things really that you can like go and experience and like be with 40,000 other people and like get those goosebump moments those like those overwhelming feelings with everyone screaming at the same time like it's you don't get that very many other places besides concerts and and um and a few other places but that experience is just so it like it's, it's ingrained in your brain after you experience it you crave that high like you crave being in the pepsi center when kale mccarr scores his first goal ball arena um <laughs> and you're just like oh my god this is incredible yeah uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day like all of all of my friendships that uh, i have that can't be tied to school are tied to sports uh and especially since like i've left college all of like all of the new relationships I've made and friendships like have all come from sports in one way or the other. And that doesn't mean everyone has to do it that way. But you know, for me, that's, uh, that's kind of the, the thing that, you know, connects me with people. And, uh, it's really special in that way. I was thinking about, Oh, go ahead, Ali. We've got patients in here saying, I'm most thankful for DNVR. We are so thankful for you. So thankful you, for patience. all of our um, listeners, viewers. We wouldn't be here without you. So I just had to give a quick shout out to them as Drew um, has both 
is Hot Peak and Strawberry Sky. Little RK special. I was thinking about you know, what Eric was saying, and you know, there's that proverbial example of like if the aliens came down and we're just observing our planet right now, right? And it's like if you just saw the reaction of people watching sports live again in, in, in the before times, back when people were, were allowed to do that, where you're just like, how many people watch the Super Bowl? You know, oh, this does this must decide, and how many people voted? Oh, okay, so who wins the Super Bowl must decide who runs your country, right? That, that must be that's the the conclusion the aliens would come to. Or how many people watch the World Cup? This must decide, you know, who's the president of your planet. And we're like, no, this is just the thing that every four <laughs> years, literally like a billion people pour their heart and like every day of that moment in time into. And the aliens would be like, and so what do you get at the end of that? You're like, a little, a little gold, gold thing. And a little gold, gold thing. thing, and they hold it up. In the KBO, you get a big giant sword. Yeah. Wow. Like, oh, they're like, oh, cool, you get to keep it? You're like, no. I mean, no. it's like the, it goes back. It, the, you get a replica one. Is that? Uh... Yeah. You get to accomplish this thing that you try so hard. These athletes try their entire lives to do. And then after you do, what do you do? Oh, you fight for it again. You start over from the very beginning. Yeah, you get it for one day. Good job. (laughs) And you're going to, like, drink something out of it or wash a baby inside of it. You're going to move on. Uh, But it really is. I think it also – I think everyone here that I've spoken to um, can connect – sports with family and just growing up watching with your your dad for me it's my dad and my brothers that's how i got into it we would watch the eagles every sunday um i uh eric you've told me about your mom loving watching rocky's games ryan your your grandpa but your grandma and your mom also like um there's such a tie with sports around so many things um rudo what part of sports are you most thankful for um well, I have two. Uh, one is DNVR as well. Um, if not for you guys, I'd be washing dishes somewhere, shouting into the void about the abs, no doubt. But uh, could, instead, said, I, that being said, we could use a little dishes help at that at the. Point. <laughs> I was answering. You can, you can do the both other day. of those things. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm experienced. I have a lot of experience in that cool, field. Cool. So, uh, uh, but but number two for me is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, Hockey is significantly smaller than the other big four, and at times it does feel like we're a little bit in our own little corner of the world. But with the playoffs, it's one of those things that's just so special in in sports. And and everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people consider the Stanley Cup the hardest trophy to win as far as the playoffs are concerned. And it's awesome to see that respect between all sports fandoms of, of every sport of going like truly understanding how difficult sports are to play at the highest level like these athletes do things that normal people would find near impossible so i i think that's super awesome that you can like eric was talking about where you can have these amazing moments everyone was talking about it really with with fans in the same arena at the same game at the same time you can understand that across all sports fan bases Definitely. And also just watching that. I mean, the players literally work like we were talking about with the aliens, work their whole lives to just try and get that one trophy to try and be in the league to win it all. And then like, then it doesn't matter what sports team you're in. There's certain players that you just have so much respect for that. You're just like, like Alex Ovechkin, um, like Ray Bork. Like yep. you, ju- you just are so happy for them for finally making Doing the it. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you're also happy for yourself because you finally did it too, even though yeah. you didn't do anything, but you did it too. Your you wore that lucky rewarded. shirt every day, and that's how you contributed. Your, your, Amen. your, your faith was, was rewarded. There's something to that where you're like, I made the right choice. I understand the way of the world. The the, the whole matrix has been has been laid out in front of me, and I can navigate it at my leisure because I understand and of course, there's <laughs> so many other things in the world. We're going to move on from that one. Um, there's so many other things in the world that I you're thankful for, your health, family, friends. We talked about that on our Instagram yesterday. So we're talking sports, obviously, because the main premise of this podcast is sports and everything we do at DNVR. But I just want to make sure everyone is aware. We don't think 
like there's other important things in life, of course. We we all know that. But I um, disagree. But <laughs> you can speak for yourself on that. I said I said other important, not more important. I just said other. You can have many things in that top category. Um, but okay, Drew, what part of sports um, is your favorite? So or I that you're most I, thankful for. I kind of have two as well, which I feel like are just sort of derivative of things that other people have said. So maybe if I just put a twist on them, uh, people can pretend like this is a unique take. Uh, but sort of basically kind of like what Rudo was saying with like the playoffs and everything. I, For me, one of the things I've always loved about sports that I, I think it's overlooked a lot of times um, that we've been able to kind of hone in on now in this year where there's been no fans or whatever, is just the extraordinary talent of individual athleticism beyond the scope of like, Hey, you won the game or whatever, but those moments where somebody does a thing in the entire sports world, whether you're into that sport or not turns around and goes like, I'm sure there've been more recently. The one that just popped in my head for whatever reason was from a couple of years ago, but you remember when OBJ made that catch, that catch, that one catch, Mm -hmm. And if you weren't a football fan, it didn't matter. I was sitting in a sports bar somewhere when they first showed that highlight. And you could feel everybody in the bar go, what in the world? How did a human being possibly do that? Uh, And those moments are – that's what I live for in sports. Uh, Maybe that comes from, you know, being a a Rockies person who hasn't experienced a whole lot of winning. (laughs) See, I live for those those little moments. But I I really do think, like – I remember, and, and Ali was making the point about like people who aren't into sports. I remember having his best friend who had a girlfriend who just hated sports. She couldn't sound, she just couldn't stand them. And I remember trying to explain to her like my romanticism toward that element of it, of like what human beings can do. At the end of the day, sports are just a set of rules that force you to achieve the absolute most that you can, to push you as an individual, to get stronger faster, jump higher, do the thing better than the other guy at the moment where he's throwing a 102 mile an hour fastball and you've got to meet it there. And it's just those moments to me really are like special moments in humanity. And again, that gets back to like people will like roll their eyes at like, what do you mean? Back to Eric's point, like are sports important? Are they not important? To me at the end of the day, who wins and loses isn't that important though it has to matter to everyone who's participating for any of this other stuff to happen because it's what drives them to do the thing it's why they fight for that extra yard or that extra inch or whatever and do the ultimate thing so it has to matter but when they do the great thing and we can all stand up and witness just say we're in we're witnessing the whole lebron thing right we're a witness to greatness we really are I think it's a really good point, and to kind of tie it into Eric's point of like cheering alongside other people, when you see some of these things, it doesn't matter what team you're on. Usain Bolt, no one cares that he was for Jim. Well, Jamaica cares, but no one was like, "Darn, Jamaica won." Everyone was like, "Usain Bolt just ran a hundred meters in nine and a half seconds." That's impossible. Like, that was, he was for humans. That, that was yeah, yeah. Team human beings. Yeah. <laughs> a perfect example of that uh, is the very last sporting event. Uh, that we went to, Allie and I went to the uh, Nuggets-Bucks game. It was the last game at the Pepsi Center, now Ball Arena. And uh, Jamal Murray had that dunk. Yep. And that was, like, one of the most electric That dunk dunks. that was not counted. It does not matter. Uh, because it happened, and, like, we were sitting next to near these Bucks fans who were super annoying. And <laughs> I, like, turned around to, like, you know, talk my shit. And... They were just like, damn, that was dope. And, like, they were just, you know, it was like, all right, well, I can't say anything now. But, you know, it was, like, one of those moments which just, like, there's nothing. Like, even they were just, like, laughing. The craziest part is that the arena was so electrified that no one knew that that, that was called an offensive foul for, like, three minutes afterwards. Yeah, Especially because they kept playing the dunk over and over and over again. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh! <laughs> and then it was like, wait, wait, what's happening? I was like, where are the points from that? <laughs> that, dunk, that dunk was like particularly like ill-intentioned. It was like, yes. very, it was so great. Oh, so good. And this also ties into already everything we've talked about. But I also love that you can go to another country or you could go to another state and just see someone wearing um, 
a Bronco shirt or a Buff shirt or a Rocky shirt and just know you have a connection. They may not even speak English. I mean, the amount of people that we've met through DNVR all around the world, all around the globe is crazy. We might not have so many things in common with someone in Serbia, but we do have the nuggets in common, you know? And I think that's just so crazy how connected we can all be throughout the entire globe with something like sports. Yeah. yeah, it's a universal human language. Speaking of merch and Nuggets gear, hmm. it's Black Friday, oh. and the DNVR Locker is having some insane deal, guys. But people who might be listening to the podcast version of this, not on Friday, Cyber Weekend, Cyber Monday, we've got it all for you. So definitely check out dnvrlocker.com. The store is up to 80% off. You can get certain shirts for $6. You could get this amazing hoodie that I'm wearing on a discount. And let me tell you, it is so, so comfy. I highly recommend it. I, I told someone I would be living in it, and I, I really have for the last three days. Um, <laughs> so don't forget to check that out. But we're also having a sale on memberships. If you buy an annual membership for $59.99, you get a $60 gift card to the DNVR Locker. Sounds like a free membership to me. Like a free yeah. membership. Like, that's insane. Um, this is always our biggest sale of the year, so don't miss out because I don't think we'll have something like this anytime soon. That's a promise. Uh, that's honestly, absolute the, promise. this deal has been so good. I don't know if we'll ever be able to do something like this again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And when Ryan and Brandon and so many people have tweeted out, like, no, go get your stuff now. No, but, like, actually, because we are out of stock on a lot of things already. Yeah, uh, we've, we've already hit sales records for this day by or for all time already. And there's still quite a bit of time left in the day. And uh, people are just like, well, I mean, sorry, Drew, there's a lot of Rockies shirts that are on sale at, at a deep discount. But Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> you should go ahead and get you some. Support your, your team. <laughs> or you can get the awesome shirt that uh, Drew is wearing where you have all of your teams represented. Nolan Arenado, the, the shirt Rudo is wearing. But look, tying it back to what we were talking about earlier, connecting throughout the world. Look, we have some commenters here saying hello. Greetings from Argentina. Oh Just God. ordered some shirts from Germany. Compazzo. Let's go. We love like, Compazzo. You guys are incredible. You guys are Real incredible. Quick, just, just again, so to illustrate you. that, you know, we aren't BSing. You see that there? That's a notification. It also says 99 more notifications. Those are <laughs> all that's it. That's just since we've been sitting here. So, again, wow. don't miss out on this offer. Up to 80% off on dmvrlocker.com. Memberships are also on sale. If you already have a membership, get your friend a membership. Get them the annual membership. Then you keep the gift cards. Yeah. Like, it's a win-win. You could do a bunch of little things um, to benefit yourself and then your friends and family. So definitely check it out. Um, someone's asking, is there going, Scott Carpenter here, is there going to be more Black Rainbow Skylines? For sure, for sure. Yeah, we'll I be- know we just put in a new order. It looks like we blew through them. We're, like, we put in the camo... Uh, hoodie order and we had to up it now two separate times so <laughs> i think we probably are going to be going back to the well with uh, a few of these like better selling yeah and i saw a few people tweet at you eric saying oh australia is really hot right now so um it's summer for them so they're not going to be purchasing hoodies anytime soon but if we're going to keep TFB. these around get in there tfb i don't know what that means too, too freaking bad, bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like is that like Soon? What does that mean? You, you order clothes for the Anyways, winter. Anyways, Eric, the summer, stop right? trying to act like... cool. You responded for sure. We're definitely going to have yeah. these. Now, you're trying to act cool on, on the podcast, TFB, but then to the person, that... you're like, actually, no, we will have a bunch in stock. Did I come <laughs> on, hold on. Did I come off as cool? That was amazing. No. I'm going to run that. You, you came off as trying. Oh, okay. okay, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretty big uh, distinction. Pretty big distinction. Real, real quick, though, like when these things happen, when these like sales happen or these big days happen, I get so excited to just like see more of these shirts and more of our stuff like just around Denver. Like that's something that will never get old to me. And just like being on Colfax and seeing someone wearing one of our shirts. And I'm just like, yes, like that is so dope. <laughs> You go into a stadium, like, it's impossible. Like, the first couple times we went into stadiums after we released merch, like, we would literally message everyone, like, just saw Philip Lindsay. Yeah, now it's like you can't go to the bathroom without seeing someone in it, and it's, like, the coolest thing ever. So thank you, everyone. 
We are thankful for you guys. Um, but you know what? We're also thankful, thankful for making for money. Oh, he's thankful for you. We learned that on the Instagram. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Eric made all my shirts, so. That's true. Yeah. I've made I've made all of a lot of my friends' shirts. It's like a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Especially because uh, if you were to pick out, if you were to like go in a line of, of like all of the people we know and you were to pick out the one that would make all of the choices for the way that we all looked, like I don't know that I would be in the top, you know, five. <laughs> like you'd probably be like, alley or <laughs> we, we've got patients here saying i don't go a day without wearing my dmvr gear same oh, i feel like yeah. that's, that's the way we all are but okay before eric rudely interrupted me from a very smooth <laughs> transition we are also thankful for making money and DraftKings allows you to make mm. money ryan you guys already recorded a dmvr bets daily for this weekend talked about some of your winnings um last night so definitely go check that out but what is one lock that you have to give to the people on DraftKings Sportsbook right now? Um, well, as everyone that listens to DMVR Bets Daily knows, it is tradition for me to say, stay away from my buffs. That's what I always say, because every time I said that so far, they win. But sometimes when I say stay away from my buffs, I mean like, you know, stay away from my buffs, um, because the buffs are only three-point favorites <laughs> to San Diego State. Uh, and I think they're better than that, but definitely stay, stay away. away. Yes. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other lock people should actually listen to? Um, well, they should listen to that one, um, <laughs> by staying away from my buffs, but, um, let's see. What else do we have here? A Dude, lot what of about the- this Taysom Hill to score a touchdown prop lock every week when he starts. Oh yeah. What, what do we got that at there, Eric? Well, it's not up yet, but as soon as it's available, like you got to hammer that thing, baby. <laughs> yeah, you'd be fading the Broncos a little bit this week, but yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, I'm not. You you can think that the Broncos won't shut out the Saints and still come away victorious, and think that Taysom Hill will score a touchdown. One of my yeah. favorite things about DraftKings Sportsbook is that you just can make free money. Like honestly, like yesterday, uh, you had to place a bet. Um, I think my bet that I placed my first bet that I won. Um. <laughs> And and listen to this, listen to this. You got $25 um, if either the Cowboys or the Washington football team scored and you got $25 free dollars. So, you know, you love that. It's just free money. Considering it was two NFC East teams, I was a little worried about it hitting, but (laughs) uh, it did come through in the end. Okay. Well, you can download the top-rated sportsbook app now and use that code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is insuring your Sunday bets up to $100. That's another great promo that they do. That's right. New customers can bet this Sunday risk-free up to $100 when you use the promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Must be physically located in Colorado. Uh, risk-free coverage paid out in site credits. Credits restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for detail. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, uh, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, guys. We talked about what's the most thing we're thankful for. I'm going to switch it up a little. What's something you are not thankful for? Um, when it comes to your individual sports team, when it becomes, yeah, it comes to your individual team or sport. So, Rudo, we'll start with you. What's one thing you are not thankful for in the NHL? Uh, this is something I'm not thankful for, particularly in the NHL, but it's been a bit of a thing for all Colorado sports recently. Call your timeouts. <laughs> That's true. Use them. Not thankful for leftover timeouts. Yeah. <laughs> You're thankful for leftovers, but not leftover timeouts. You got to eat the leftovers eventually. You got to use them. So very specific, but unanimous agreement. (laughs) I'm tired of walking away from hockey games where Jared Bednar has his timeout in his back pocket. It's just especially when there's like a goal and you can tell the team is rattled. And why not take that timeout to just kind of regroup and make sure that they have control of the game? Before yeah, they you just can let it feel get the out momentum here. shift, and they just try to ride out, and it ride it out, and it just doesn't work a lot of the time. It's, it's rough. Well, we obviously, as you guys heard, Ryan, we hear we see that a lot with the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess when it comes to um, the Broncos, I am not thankful for Patrick Mahomes. 
<laughs> um, who uh, is going to make their lives very not fun for a long time. I, I think everyone in Broncos country would agree with you. Yes. <laughs> we have someone in the comments here saying, if only timeouts were good for the next week when leftovers, when left over as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't Bank know about for the next week. I would get those leftovers taken care of in the next few days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dunk them in gravy. All right, Eric, what are you least thankful for when it comes to the NBA and the Nuggets? What I'm least faith, uh, thankful for, well, this is a two-prong answer. Prong one, what I'm least okay. thankful for in the NBA is the way that the NBA markets itself where it is so hyper-focused on the, the stars of the league and making sure that LeBron James himself personally leads a life that is 10 million times better than mine instead of just normal, like, 9 million times better. Like, we have to make sure that LeBron James is comfortable at every turn, that he has every uh, single teammate that he wants, and we can bend the rules to make sure that he gets another title. I don't... And then we have to spend every waking hour of uh, nationally televised news talking about him and what he's thinking. I'm not thankful for that. I don't like LeBron James. I don't like dealing... And the and prong two of my uh, of my not thankful is uh, the local coverage of the Denver Nuggets here in Denver, Colorado, where for some reason the um, like the the overall thinking and the overall attitude towards the Nuggets is not only dismissive, it's like downright like uh, combative. It's like people for some reason I, I don't really know what the story is and, and why it is this way, but people are like if the Nuggets do something at all, like it's the way that it is presented to the um, community at large as though it's, it's like they didn't do the right thing. They did the wrong thing, even though it was a good thing and their team continues to get better each and every year. Like I've still not seen a single positive headline from a, a few particular members of the of the, the Denver media. I don't get it. Like, I, I don't know if there's like a personal vendetta involved, but the Nuggets are a great basketball team. I don't know that you would know it unless you <laughs> were already involved in DNVR or if you, uh, certainly if you, or if you've blocked me, that would probably help your, your Nuggets fandom, but um, not thankful for that. I would like to see a, a, a switch up in attitude towards the Denver Nuggets. From you specifically, Drew Creasman. <laughs> hey, I'm in. I, I came back. And then it was like, it was like, a, what was it? The day after I had been like, I felt so good. It, I, I think they had like beaten the clips or maybe it was even like the, the maybe they were out. And, but it had been a couple of days and I was just feeling great about the run anyway. And I would taken in so much of it. I loved it. And then the Nuggets put out that thing about who's your favorite Nugget of all time. And they left Carmelo Anthony <laughs> off of it and they let, it caused a whole stir. And I said, like, hey, I kind of like Carmelo. And then I got 30 people in my mansion reminding me that I'm not a real Denver Nuggets fan. I was like, well, that's a nice week and a half. It's a nice, nice, fun time where I got to be a part of the Nuggets family again before they kicked me out for life. You're back in. The, the Adams family oh, yeah. really welcomes in. you in always. The, the DNVR people are different. So I'm going to be in here with our fam. And I'm yeah. going to enjoy the Nuggets going forward. And, I, and I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm with Eric here. But that, there was an irony that, like, three days after, I was like, man, finally feels good to just be a Nuggets fan again. And I was like, oh, right, right. This is why this is why this was so hard to get back. The, the funny thing Very about that is that, like, that would be if Kale just put out a graphic or whatever, like, from the DNBR account, and everyone was like, this is clearly deep-seated hatred towards you. are like, no, there's just like, an, this is like an idiot that made a graphic. Like, it's, not really, it's really not like that big of a thing. Right. Um, we've got another comment here saying, I'm not thankful for weekly blood pressure issues the Broncos give me. Oh, these close games. You feel you feel it with the Nuggets. You feel it with the Broncos. Uh, I don't you think t- that it's the close games that are giving her blood pressure issues with the Broncos. Oh, because I we I feel like we almost had a heart attack that late win uh, that they almost lost. Which What game was that? I don't even remember. I was standing on the couch. Yeah, that was a uh, that was the Chargers game, and that game was awesome. But that was bl- like you, you're you felt like you were gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, it was the most alive I've felt watching the Broncos <laughs> in a long time. I feel Usually, like I, you I sign up for myself that. for a pulse like <laughs> two three three quarters of the way for the game. I'm like, wait, am I still alive? Oh, okay. Drew, what are you least thankful for when it comes to the MLB or the Rockies? I feel like Can I feel I like mean? fans would have a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, is this, is this going to be the rest of the podcast? You can say the MLB. You can say something say, about can the MLB. We leave, can we leave the Rockies out of it for just yeah. 
I'm just Let's talk about the Astros. Let's see if AJ is watching. Well, and and you know, I've even I've I've said my piece on that. Like Major League Baseball, first of all, needs a new commissioner. Uh, stop running away from yourself. Stop trying to not be baseball. Baseball fans like baseball. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This is the, I, I feel like I'm living in a fun house. It is the weirdest <laughs> like to to have an MLB commissioner who cares more about shaving five minutes off of the average runtime of a ball game than he does about whether or not people are cheating or, you know, Eric's over here talking about the NBA, man, they just, they promote their stars way too much. And I'm like, could MLB promote a star? <laughs> anyone listening to this right now who isn't a baseball fan pick Mike Trout out of a lineup? Uh, Eagles, mean, Eagles fans yeah. could because he's a big Eagles fan. Yeah. So the, the thing I'm, I'm least thankful for in the world of baseball is MLB commissioner Rob Manfred, who somehow manages to get worse and worse and worse by the day. Oh, the uh, puppy. Oh. See, the That's puppy what we're thankful for. Um, I can hear Eric's phone vibrate every time we get a new <laughs> order in the DNVR locker. <laughs> Uh, look at that uh, look at this yeah. comment right here drew <laughs> mom's on board it's just drew's mom is watching and she is on board that is what she's least thankful for <laughs> it's and and beyond that it's like the economics of baseball we have all gotten one of the things that's most frustrating about my job is trying to point out that i cover a team that is the underdog the little guy the runt by design and, and people want to ignore that. Like, yeah, Drew, why can't they just, we just want them to win, though. It's like the Dodgers have a $2 billion television deal. They have a merchandise deal. You know how many people in Tokyo and Moscow and Munich are walking around in Yankees and Dodgers and Cubs jerseys versus how many of them are walking around in Rockies jerseys? The unequal balance of the game of baseball, I feel like, is this thing that we've all just – kind of accepted and, and we just don't talk about anymore because it's like, well, yeah, of course the Dodgers have won their division seven years in a row. They're an institution. It's like, that's not good for any sport. And as much as people want to make that about the inability of other teams to build and compete. And it's like, you're just not at a fair, no salary cap, you know, no, you, they don't have rules that are built to help for parity. You have the same handful of teams before the second wild card was introduced Throughout my lifetime, it was close to – it was about 44% of the playoff spots were taken up by the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs, and the Dodgers, and the Braves. Five teams took up half the playoff spots. It's like – and and it's barely gotten a little bit better. And so that that's one of the things. Like instead of solving that problem, the commissioner of baseball is worried about putting clocks on things and saying, hey, why don't we just let everybody in the playoffs? Like, bro – the game isn't broken. It doesn't need to be fixed, but the economics are broken. The economics do need to be fixed. I saw a stat. This was two years ago, I think. They took the top 10 guys. I know. You need to <laughs> the top 10 guys in terms of war in the game of baseball and the bottom 10 guys in terms of war in the game what of is baseball. War, Explain war is just a stat like in baseball. No, we don't have time to go into war. <laughs> Wins above replacement. It's, it's very simple. That that just measures you. Uh, it's uh, the best we have to say who's the best 10, who's the worst 10. The best 10 players in baseball got played less than half than the worst 10 players, not guys who were bad or over, the worst 10, the bottom 10 guys in the game. That's solve that problem, man. Yeah. Um, uh, something. I, what, Ryan? Well, I wanted to add something that I'm not grateful for, and I have to apologize uh, to Drew in advance for this um, because I'm opening up a small it, can of worms here. No, it, we just said Drew? we're not bringing up the Rockies. Mm. Is it specifically Rockies. Drew? You're not no. thankful for. <laughs> I don't often get a a, um, a a seat to be able to complain about these things publicly, so I'm going to. Um, oh God. <laughs> do you know how like? A, do you know how much you have to suck to not be you don't to not be that bad at your job like actually but to actively make a team less likable when you are the general manager like 
that's what Jeff Breidich is doing to the Rockies, and it drives me nuts. I love the Rockies. I want to love the Rockies all the time. But it's not even that Jeff Breidich has been, like, like extremely bad. Like, he's definitely made some bad moves. But, you know, Drew could easily point out his accomplishments and say, look, it's not as bad as you think. The, the thing that sucks for me is that Jeff Breidich, like, just the guy – sucks so much that he makes people want to root against him. And that is actively making the Rockies less liked by the average person in Denver. And that really grinds my gears. Okay. Something I'm thankful for. (laughs) um, (laughs) Just stares at the camera, swallows his beer. Um, Okay. Something I'm thankful for when it comes to the MLB is the Miami Marlins and Kim Ang becoming their general manager, because that is incredible. And uh, that's something I wasn't sure we were going to see in 2020. So um, I am thankful for the MLB in that sense, taking this giant step um, in finally having a woman GM, but uh, you know, that way we can spin it into a little bit of a positive before we move on. Um, it, it had to be the Marlins, right? The team that came in at the same time that we did. That has won two World Series. That is breaking glass ceilings. What have we done? They're removing brightly colored. I, <laughs> I mean, this in a positive. For a team that's won two World Series, the Marlins have plenty of issues. I was going to say, they're also by far like one of the worst organizations in pro and yet, sports. And, yet, and, and, yet. So and they have their own man that goes to all sporting events wearing an orange jumpsuit? I mean, come on. They they do have their own man, I guess. <laughs> I can't argue about that. Okay. Um, Marlon's sure. man is actually on the short list of people I wouldn't want to replace Jeff Breidich. Like, like there's, a, there's like a very oh short list of people God. that I'm not cool with replacing Jeff Breidich, and Marlon's man sucks that much. Hey, guys. We've had several DNVR listeners uh, switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years and make their them their permanent family dentist. Uh, they reach they reach out and let us, if you do go reach out and let us know, uh, Lindsay, that, that read is very poorly worded. But anyways, if you go, definitely let us know um, because honestly going to a partner like Green Mountain Dental Group who has been here since the very, very beginning just means so much to us. Um, supporting them really helps us. So definitely check them out. I told you guys last week, I haven't planned my wisdom teeth. I feel like uh, talking about my wisdom teeth appointment on this podcast keeps me accountable because in my head I'm like I haven't done that yet Uh, but when I do I will be going to Green Mountain Dental Group and I'm so excited for a free Sonicare toothbrush because you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam that's it that's all you got to do just schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam and you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush it's only 15 minutes from downtown Denver and they are truly an incredible partner they treat you like family Um, so definitely check out Green Mountain Dental Group today so Ryan the Broncos take on the Saints this weekend but had their facility closed um, today due to a few COVID cases. Um, you guys did a podcast earlier today talking about the news, um, but give us the quick highlight version of, of that. Yeah, uh, obviously they had Jeff Driscoll go on the list yesterday on the COVID list. Uh, and then today uh, it comes out that Deontay Spencer is also going on the list. Um, if things stay right where they are, uh, the game should still be good for Sunday. Uh, obviously, now you are you have a very close eye on the Broncos. A uh, couple more tests, and the game could definitely be in jeopardy. So we'll just keep an eye on that. Um, aside from that, it should be a really interesting game with the Saints starting Taysom Hill at quarterback. Um, I really think that Vic Fangio should be able to take the tape from last week uh, and come up with a way to stop this offense. You know, when you're one-dimensional, Vic Fangio uh, can really handle a team like that well. Uh, and, you know, you go back last year to uh, the Tennessee Titans, who obviously ended up going on to the AFC Championship game after they made a change at quarterback. But before they made that change, they had Marcus Mariota, at quarterback, former Heisman winner. Uh, and then, of course, they still had Derrick Henry. Well, knowing that they were going to be a one-dimensional run-first team, uh, Vic Fangio was completely able to take the run away from them uh, and shut them out entirely. Broncos won that game 16-0. to So... That's the kind of game plan I'm looking for tomorrow is the Broncos to be able to put – or on Sunday. Uh, Broncos to be able to put out a game plan that takes away the run from Taysom Hill and the Saints. Uh, and once they do that, I think it's going to become a total and utter slop fest because the Saints can also take away the run from the Broncos. Uh, and both of the – those are those two teams' strengths right now. 
So once both teams has their strengths taken away from them, it'll be interesting to see uh, what these guys are, what these offenses are able to do. I think it's going to be a low scoring, grinded out uh, slugfest. Okay, the Broncos are plus six against the Saints, according to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. RK, are you taking that? How do you feel about that spread? I think the six is just too much um, because, like I said, I think it's going to be really low scoring. I think a field goal ends up deciding this game late. Uh, A couple big plays here and there will lead to points, but I don't think there's going to be that much scoring done. I could be completely wrong, but that's that's my thought on it. Drew, are you taking it? How do you feel about the spread? I think I'm following RK on this one. I've been a little, I think I, I've been a little overreactive, like a lot of people have, to a lot of the negative things that have happened to the Broncos. It's easy to get in that, you know, domino effect. Like everything is just going terrible. Therefore, everything will continue to be terrible. Got bit a little bit, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna at least take them to cover. I like that. All right, Rudo, how about you? You're muted. 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 I'm going to not know what to bet on, so I'll follow RK, and when he leads me to money, I'm going to go order a DNVR hoodie because we just ordered a bunch more, and they're all back in stock right now. Oh, something, a quick thing about the – so we have this camo hoodie for the people watching on the live stream, um, but we also have a zip-up hoodie, and something that's really cool about the zip-up hoodie that I feel like, Eric, we should have advertised a little more that I haven't seen is you get to choose um, which color string you want. You have a black for your – um, for the zip up hoodie, uh, you have a black string, uh, for the hood or a white string and you get to choose which one you want to keep and which one you want, you don't want to. And I think that's a pretty cool feature. I was very confused when I grabbed mine, um, and saw two just on one side and was like, uh, is this broken? And then Lindsay, uh, explained it to me. So <laughs> that's pretty, pretty awesome cool. feature of the zip up. Eric just nodded and then kind of yeah. laughed and then We've moved on. We've praised Eric enough for... Eric okay. is also oh, no. muted. muted. Oh. Oh, I had double mutes. <laughs> I had my 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 <laughs> microphone was muted and my... Okay. Um, so I didn't... I, I feel like you said all of the things that need to be said about that. That's true. Oh, okay, what cool. What you said is true. But you got to understand you weren't saying any words. You were just like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, okay, is that a good thing, a bad thing? Um, Eric, how do you feel about that plus six spread? Are you taking it? Broncos land is a confusing land in which to live these days. Okay. You really know what you're getting out of this team. Like they can It's actually Broncos gone. country. He knows. No, I, I, it, it's unbelievable. Yes. <laughs> just giving you a hard time. Um, we're being thankful among friends. I know. I think so too. <laughs> um, so you just don't know what you're going to get. Like I feel very positively about Drew Locke as a quarterback, like in his skill set and his demeanor and his ability to sort of like be that guy. And then I watch him throw passes like, ten feet over wide open receivers' heads sometimes. And then I'm like, am I? Are my orange colored glasses so orange that I'm not allowing myself to see what is true in front of me? But I, I mean, I really think that Drew Locke has it. Like, I think that there's something there with him. Um, the Saints are a really good football team, but, and wait, wait a minute, where is the game? Is it in Denver or? Yes. So that changes things like dramatically. Like, you saw when the Dolphins, who were on an absolute heater, came into Denver and they had to play in, like a, I mean, the, the Saints are a dome team in the South. And like when you have to come play at altitude, many of them will be seeing snow for the first time in shadows and things, not that it will necessarily affect the, the play, but like, it's just a different environment. So I, I think the Broncos might just outright win. I think 43, win. 43 and overcast on Sunday. So certainly not like being in a dome in the South. Definitely not. And like that stuff means something. You saw Tua Tonkavailoa come in, who is was just lighting the world on fire, and he just he got benched because he couldn't yeah. stretch here, here at altitude. So, and our defense stepped up in a way that was like with ferocity and uh, with purpose in a way that we hadn't seen in a while, which has you know sort of been the hallmark of the team. So, I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, this might be fool. I might be foolhardy here in Bronco Land by myself, but I, just, I, I can't believe it. The Broncos. I, I can't believe Allie called you out for that because we've literally never called out Allie for saying something wrong. Well, I, I wasn't saying, I wasn't, <laughs> but I wasn't saying it like Bronco country. I mean, like I, I wasn't know. saying it. Uh, 
Maybe because no one ever calls you out, you're not used to it. Like I am. Are you kidding? You guys don't live in the state of Bronconia? Are you asserting here that people don't call me out? No, I was kidding, Eric. Clearly you haven't understood any jokes today. Um, someone, when I was answering phones, um, when I was uh, helping at the DMVR bar for uh, takeout, which we do on the weekends, uh, we had such an awesome turnout last weekend. So please order your wings, your chicken tenders. We'll have a, a bunch of incredible deals. Um, so definitely check those out on Twitter or Instagram. Um, but while I was answering phones, someone tweeted at me, if I call you and ask you how to pronounce the little, the little thingies on the Avs uh, or the Nordiques jerseys, will you say it? And I was like, I'll try, but I'll say it wrong. Well, how do you Fleur de say Lee. Fleur de Lee. Fleur de Lee. Fleur de Lee. Yeah, that's right. Is there <laughs> does everybody have it? Like, is there an official Bronco country? Like, is there? Is it Avs? It's Red Sox nation in baseball, and other people try to pull this stuff off. Is that a thing? For Rockies, it's really. just Rockies Twitter. No, it's Rock Nation. We, we call it the Avs fam sometimes, like the DNVR fam a little bit. But Oh, Avs fam. I've heard that. Was, but yeah, yeah, Avs fam is dope. But you can get by with uh, affixing nation to the end of any team, nation. with the exception of the Broncos. If you yeah. say, if you, which I didn't put nation on the end. That's what the, yeah. the, that's okay. the thing. You didn't cross the, the right, wrong line. Eric. I tried to get Rockyton to catch on, but nobody <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah, Rocky. You know, yeah. Drew, very quickly. Yeah. Uh -uh. Um, let's just talk about real quick the Rockies trade: Jeff Hoffman, Case Williams let's to the not. Reds uh, for Robert Stephenson. Did I say that right? No. Damn, Stephenson. Damn, yeah. my brain. Um, and Jameson Hanna. Did I say mm -hmm. that one right? All right. Yeah. Um, no. How do you feel about that trade? All right. Okay. Well, that see, that was as short as we needed it <laughs> to be. Right? Uh, no, I mean, it's it actually, if the Rockies make four more trades just like it, I'll actually feel pretty good about that bullpen. It's a smart thing. It's the kind of thing the Rockies should be doing. It's it, it's actually, again, if, if you can get past all the other things, all the emotion going on with the Rockies right now, get past the stuff RK was talking about earlier and just like, Kind of just take a look at the roster and if you're thinking about uh, i sent out a tweet uh, i think this must have been a week ago or something like this i've never seen rockies nation rockyton i've never seen rockyton more unified in their agreement over one thing they want jeff breidich gone gone but i've also never seen them more divided over what they actually want done with the roster if you're of the opinion that this team needs to build to tear down and rebuild and trade Trevor story and Nolan Arenado before you lose them for nothing and let those guys go to teams that are going to treat them right. And all that garbage that I can't stand and trade John Gray and Herman Marquez do all that other stuff and build around the next group. Then. Okay. But if you want this core to try to win again, if you think a team actually that's anchored by Nolan Arenado, Trevor story, Charlie Blackman and the best rotation the team has ever had in its history can maybe take one more swing at this thing than acquiring a guy like Robert Stevenson for a project who's never panned out like Jeff, Jeff Hoffman is a really, really good. Oh, I said the other day on the podcast, it's not a great trade. It's a good trade for the Rockies. And like I said a minute ago, they make several more of these, then they're in business. There we go. Uh, here is the, the, trophy that the kbo gets when is that not the greatest thing you've ever seen in your is, life why are american sports cool. so boring yeah uh, <laughs> it is a full on like, sword for the listeners of the podcast i feel like dino nation didn't come out as strong enough because i i had thought that <laughs> it's, like it's dino country oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> dino land would make more sense um, <laughs> uh i i thought all you dinos fans were going to come at us heavy uh after the dinos won won the korean series um but you know i, I appreciate you going easy on me as my lg twins heartbreak <laughs> <laughs> really set in how okay my, uh, how do my beloved samsung lions uh, not that i don't know but just for the, you don't, you don't for the, for the, for the listenership at home <laughs> not something you're thankful for 
Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to finish off this podcast because you know what? It's been a bit off the rails, but hey, we kept it to under an hour. Probably going to go an hour and one minute because first I got to say um, what I'm most thankful for about every single person here really quickly. Ruto, I'm so thankful for Ruto. All of our abs videos when we record them are so much fun. Best um, produce co-producer um, on the draft shows. So much fun. Laughs at me as I mispronounce every single possible word. Um, Ryan, there's a lot that I'm very thankful for you for. Um, so we, you just like very thankful for Ryan in general as a human. Um, Eric, you do so much work. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for, I could just message you at 2am being like, hi, we need something. And you're like, all right, let me get it done. Um, you're an awesome human. So thankful for you. Um, Drew, I'm thankful for you because you know what? You're a positive light in a, a sea of darkness. Uh, when it comes to the Rockies, you're also always down <laughs> to be, do. That should be the new name for, uh, instead of Rockies <laughs> country, just call it the sea of darkness. <laughs> You're World always of darkness. <laughs> You're always down to do TDSP, um, which I'm so so thankful for. And you I know like what? this show. This is a good you, show. You love Star Wars, um, and we all we always um, agree that AJ sucks on his Star Wars takes. And I'm Fair just enough. so thankful for everyone I work for and or work with, and um, everyone who listens to the show. Thank you so much. Like I said at the beginning, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Go check out our Cyber Weekend deal, Cyber Monday, because they are incredible. And like Rudo just said, uh, we restocked on a bunch of stuff. So go check it out before we sell out once again. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>